0: Welcome to day two hundred seven of Shaped by the Word, season two. Uh, we've uh, traveled uh, with Israel uh, from the time that it was a promise that God made to Abraham, and the nation uh, goes into Egypt with just seventy people, and they come out with uh, hundreds of thousands of people after God rescues them in a mighty way from the strongest nation on the earth with deliverance from His mighty hand. Uh, in the words of Deuteronomy, He carries them on eagle's wings. To Mount Sinai uh, where he covenants himself to be their God and to be among them and uh, commissions them to be a holy nation uh, you know, a royal priesthood and the idea is to reflect the heart and character of the God who rescued them to the rest of the nation so the nations would see his his grace and his glory and his grandeur and, and turn to him and of course uh, from the very moment uh, that covenant is made the people worship the golden calf and a Grumble along the way, and keep looking back over, you know, their, uh, you know, over their, their neck to the land of Egypt, wanting to go back to the leeks and the onions. And of course, we go through the judges and such a, a horrible time when everybody does right, and then God brings a king that's like a king in the rest of the nations, but he quickly fails. There's a bright moment where there's a king after God's own heart, but he too falls into sin. His son increases the grandeur of the kingdom, it loses his devotion to the Lord and the kingdom divides in two and crumbles and now is in exile. And and we find God doing a wonderful thing in exile, uh showing himself faithful to those who are faithful to him and also revealing uh, you know, what is you know, what is to come. Uh so we again we come to one of those fantastic or famous Sunday school stories about the writing on the wall, but there is so much more here. Uh than uh you know a Sunday school story you can capture so uh before we uh before we read i'm Paul here with Cindy and David mm-hmm. and matt uh before we read, Cindy wants you to lift us up in prayer, sure.
1: mm-hmm. Father, we thank you for this time in your word, and Lord, we thank you that you um have so beautifully revealed who you are um we see your character. Father uh, we see the exciting story of you uh, unfurled, and father, we are so pleased to be in this story and Father, thank you for the life of Daniel that we look at here um thank you for his faithfulness, his steadfastness um, to you who has first administered that faithfulness to us so be with us now, father as we're in your word, may your spirit challenge us may it help us to um, move in our hearts in a way that causes us to deepen our faith and our love for you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Uh, King Belshazzar, and of course we've changed kings here, gave a great banquet for a thousand of his nobles. Did I tell everybody we're in Daniel 5? And we are indeed in Daniel 5. King Belshazzar gave a great banquet for a thousand of his nobles and drank wine with them. While Belshazzar was drinking his wine, he gave orders to bring in the gold and the silver goblets that Nebuchadnezzar, his father, had taken from the temple in Jerusalem so that the king and his nobles, his wives, and his concubines might drink from them. So they brought in the gold goblets that had been taken from the temple in Jerusalem, and the king and his nobles, his wives, and his concubines drank from them and as they drank. The wine they praised the gods of gold and of silver and of bronze and of iron and of wood and stone. Suddenly the fingers of a human hand appeared and wrote on the plaster of the wall near the lampstand in the royal palace. The king watched the hand as it wrote. His face turned pale and he was so frightened that his legs became weak and his knees were knocking. The king summoned the enchanters, astrologers, and diviners. Then he said to those wise men of Babylon, whoever reads this writing and tells me what it means will be clothed in purple, And have a gold chain placed around his neck, and he'll be made third highest ruler in the kingdom. Then all the king's wise men came in, but they could not read the writing or tell the king what it meant. So King Belshazzar became even more terrified, and his face grew more pale. His nobles were baffled. The queen, hearing the voices of the king and his nobles, came to the banquet hall. May the king live forever, she said. Don't be alarmed. Don't look so pale. There's a man in your kingdom who has the spirit of the holy gods in him. In the time of your father, he was found to have insight and intelligence and wisdom like that of the gods. Your father, King Nebuchadnezzar, appointed him chief of the magicians, enchanters, astrologers, and diviners. He did this because Daniel, whom the king called Belteshazzar, was found to have have a keen mind and knowledge and understanding, and also the ability to interpret dreams, explain riddles, and solve difficult problems. Call for Daniel, and he will tell you what the writing means. So Daniel was brought before the king, and the king said to him, are you Daniel, one of the exiles my father, the king, brought from Judah? I've heard that the spirit of the gods is in you and that you have insight, intelligence, and outstanding wisdom. The wise men and enchanters are brought before me to read this writing and tell me what it means, but they could not explain it. Now I've heard that you were able to give interpretations and to solve difficult problems. If you can read this writing and tell me what it means, you'll be clothed in purple and have a gold chain placed around your neck, and you'll be made third highest ruler in the kingdom. Then Daniel answered the king, You may keep your gifts for yourselves and give your rewards to someone else. Nevertheless, I will read the writing for the king and tell him what it means. Your Majesty, the Most High God, gave your father Nebuchadnezzar sovereignty and greatness and glory and splendor. Because of the high position he gave him, all the nations and peoples of every language dreaded and feared him. Those the king wanted to put to death, he put to death. Those he wanted to spare, he spared. Those he wanted to promote, he promoted. And those he wanted to humble, he humbled. But when his heart became arrogant, And hardened with pride, he was deposed from his throne and stripped of his glory. He was driven away from the people and given the mind of an animal. He lived with the wild donkeys and ate grass like the ox. His body was drenched with the dew of heaven until he acknowledged that the Most High God is sovereign over all the kingdoms of the earth and sets over them anyone he wishes. But you, Belshazzar, his son, have not humbled yourselves, though you knew all this. Instead, you have set yourself up against the Lord of heaven. You had the goblets from his temple brought to you, and you and your nobles, your wives, and your concubines drank wine from them. You praised the gods of silver and of gold and of bronze and of wood and stone, which you cannot see or hear or understand, but you did not honor the God who holds in his hand your life and all your ways. Therefore he sent the hand that wrote the inscription. This is the inscription that was written, Many, many, tackle, parson. Here is what these words mean. many, God has numbered the days of your reign and brought it to the end. Tekel, you have been weighed on the scales and found wanting. Petrus, your kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Then at Belshazzar's command, Daniel was clothed in purple, a gold chain was placed around his neck, and he was proclaimed the third highest ruler in the kingdom. That very night, Belshazzar, king of the Babylonians, was slain, and Darius the Mede took over the kingdom at the age of sixty-two. Uh, so Daniel was third highest ruler in the kingdom for all of four, <laughs>
1: three four, hours, four and a half three hours. hours. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he didn't want it
0: anyways, <laughs> uh, but 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 gold chains oh last gosh. forever. Oh. Yeah. it's just kind of crazy how Balthasar didn't know who Daniel was. I mean,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, he'd done all these things for his father, and and yet he's calling all these guys like, "Hey, can you interpret this? Can you interpret this?" And then finally, you know, she shows up and's like, "Hey, um, well, there's this the other guy?" you know it's still like within daniel's lifespan yeah, the, the, the queen is far more aware yeah uh, no and, and, and you get the idea of belshazzar and, and it's kind of interesting this is his son this is you know, uh, probably his firstborn son maybe not you know we know nothing of it but it's it's kind of interesting that his name and, and daniel's name are close to the same I belshazzar know. and yeah. belshazzar I that. that uh you know and have you know the same you know same you know same general m- meaning mm-hmm. so he's uh, named daniel uh almost, you know, with the same fondness and affection that he has named, you know, his firstborn mm-hmm. son. And his firstborn son is nothing compared to Daniel. He's kind oh. of a party guy. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and, and this is our only, well, this is not our only mention of him. We'll, we'll have a flashback a little bit later to a time, uh, you know, when he you know, when he was reigning, which I don't think we're going to cover in our readings mm-hmm. Shaped by the Word. I could be wrong. I just wait till next week and see where Spoiler. it takes us.
1: Mm-hmm. I can't
0: help but think uh, in verse 22... When he says, "Have you not humbled yourself? Um, Have you not humbled yourself, though you knew all of this?" In some ways, this wasn't also written exactly for us. If we've been reading along with Daniel, Mm -hmm. you know, we've seen all this. We've seen Nebuchadnezzar and his pride, his his inability, or you know, non desire of humbling himself. And, And yet, the question that he poses to Belshazzar and really to us is though now you know all of this you right. you still not humbled yourself mm-hmm. you know and and that is i think the danger of pride is yeah. man i do know all this and more because we mm-hmm. have the full canon yeah there, how often do i not humble myself yeah and, and, and of course we have a deeper experience of god's grace than belshazzar had ever had or uh you know more powerful representation through the cross and any of the you know miracles you know that are done in in the situation, and, and, and certainly we, we get frustrated with Israel because they, they seem so fickle. We get frustrated, you know, with uh, Nebuchadnezzar because he's one minute praising God and another minute praising himself, uh, but all of these are a reflection of, uh, of our hearts that are wayward, you know, as well, and, uh, you know, that is a you know, great question. You know, why have you not humbled yourselves after you know, a couple of weeks ago talking about the woman who was a sinner who who wept and poured her tears on Jesus' feet. You know, the the, uh, grace of God calls for a deeply extravagant response, and sometimes we just yawn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes we stand in judgment over others we think are not very faithful. Mm -hmm. When you know, this is a reflection of ourselves.
1: I just kept thinking of the passage where God declares that he will not be mocked, and yet this just feels so mocking, you know, to take these goblets and just use them kind of as you know, his party yeah. you know yeah. so on, on the other hand
0: you know, they must have been really cool goblets <laughs> yeah I'm sure they you were the cool yeah. cups <laughs> all my life i've wanted to drink yeah. these goblets and yeah. now that it. now that i'm a king yeah but a, a king for a day uh let's uh let's do this and uh, and, and and really you know, really have some have mm-hmm. some fun but you know and of course you know there's there's the ring of idolatry right. you know you're using these goblets to praise gods of stone and of silver and of gold and of Mm-hmm. And of wood, and yeah, they and they can't see, they can't understand, and yet you you've ignored a God who sees all, understands all, knows all, mm-hmm. you know, and has shown Himself, you know, to be, you know, very powerful. You're you're trading these very you know, cheap mm-hmm. <coughs> replicas or you know cheap counterfeits mm-hmm. of what God has to offer you, uh, rather than turning to Him.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: And even the subtle reminder, you know, I guess coming from, from James in the New Testament that, you know, what's your life? It, it's a mist, you know, it appears and then then it's gone. You know, yeah. we see his life just that night, it's gone. That's yeah, certainly a mist. And, and, yeah. yeah. And so just the frailty of life and the quickness of life and the need to live life in, in, a, in a humble way under our creator yeah. and for his glory, not our own, not... Satisfied by these yeah. cups and parties, and, and if not for his foolishness yeah. and indulgence, he wouldn't even be recorded to history. Mm-hmm. So it is a, you know, it is an interesting, interesting kind of thing. And so we're we're seeing the you know, the vision you know fulfilled. We've moved you know from that image that had the head of gold now, you know to the uh, uh, you know to the, to the body of silver. Uh, we, we've had change not only of, of kings but change of kingdoms. Uh, from uh, you know, from Babylonian to Persian, and mm-hmm. so uh, God is using Daniel to sustain kings, uh, you know, through each you know, each one of these uh, each one of these periods, as He's fulfilling His purpose to bring us mm-hmm. to a kingdom uh, that never ends. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your promise. We thank you for uh, just a beautiful portrait of how you sustain your people in the middle, mm-hmm. even if your judgment, as as uh, Daniel and his, his friends are in exile. You remain faithful to them. You continue to reveal yourself to them. And and not only are you revealing yourself to them, but you've shown us the hope of a coming kingdom that uh, will grow uh, from a rock not cut by human hands that will inhabit the whole earth, and a kingdom that will never end and not be given to anyone else. And we thank you that we are part of that kingdom, part of that realization. And uh, we thank you for your grace. It's in your holy name we pray.
1: Amen.